Are you somebody who's interested in interpersonal communication? Are you interested in interpersonal communication and at the same time frustrated by the state of the field? Maybe you're frustrated that it seems to be really white or that relationship research seems to focus almost exclusively on monogamous heterosexual couples. Are you somebody who has a lot of questions about the way that technology and social media and especially social distancing might impact how we interpersonally communicate with others or engage in relationships? If so, CST 430, Advanced Topics in Interpersonal Communication at UWL Across in the fall 2020 might be the right class for you. According to the course catalog, this class provides an in-depth exploration of interpersonal communication theory and applications, in particular relational contexts such as family, friendship, intimate relationships, and work relationships. Theories and research methods used by noted interpersonal communication scholars will be discussed and critiqued. Topics covered may include attraction, relational development and dissolution, relationship maintenance, dysfunctional relationships, intimacy, and friendship. But specifically, the Fall 2020 section is going to focus on the broad theme of problematizing interpersonal communication. Now, this idea really just says that we're going to look at this area of study of interpersonal communication critically because we value and love this subdiscipline, but we also recognize that it's not flawless. It has limitations and those limitations need to be addressed in order for us to continue to do good work. So we're going to dialogue about a couple different themes within that. We're going to talk about the ways that interpersonal communication extends beyond the dyad. So we're going to talk about this in terms of the way our one-on-one -on -one conversations influence broader levels of audience, since that's, you know, kind of traditionally how our field is organized. So how does interpersonal communication impact organizational communication? But also, how is interpersonal communication impacted by communication at broader levels of audience? So, for instance, how does President Trump's, President Trump's Twitter behavior impact the conversation that you're having with a politically divergent relative at the Thanksgiving table? We're also going to talk about how difficult it is to draw clear boundaries around these levels of audience in 2020. For instance, we could talk about Snapchat and we could talk about sending a snap to one other individual, right? That's clearly an interpersonal behavior. But what happens if you send that exact same snap to 10 people and you post it on your story? Now, what is that behavior? Is it interpersonal communication? Is it mass communication? Is it something in between? And so we're really going to critically think about that. We're also going to talk a lot about the role technology plays in interpersonal communication. Classically, interpersonal scholarship has been really anti-technology. In fact, in the 80s and 90s, there was a whole broad movement to say that interpersonal communication wasn't even possible through a digital device. And yet in 2020, during the COVID pandemic and social distancing, we know that's not the case. But we still need to kind of reconcile, like, can digital communication be just as good as face-to-face -face communication? Can it even be better? And so we're gonna spend some time thinking through that and kind of analyzing that critically together. We're also gonna talk a lot about the ways that identity and power are largely invisible forces in interpersonal communication scholarship. 
communication studies as a broad discipline has been engaging with really the recognition that we are a very white discipline. And so uh, there was an entire uh, kind of movement that was kicked off by a few particular scholars uh, called the hashtag communication so white movement that really helped to bring to light how much of communication scholarship is published by white and as other research has shown, mostly male scholars. And to really reconcile that and realize not only is it all of those things, but it's also a really American centric perspective on how we communicate with others. We also can see that um, there's a lot of gatekeeping that exists in interpersonal scholarship. So editorial boards tend to be made up of folks from majoritized identities, and that impacts what gets published and it impacts what conclusions we draw. More than that, identity really can impact what we are finding out because of the populations that we're studying. So if you want to know about dating behavior and to be able to come up with a list of best practices, if you're a college-age student who's a traditional college-age student, there is a lot of research that's done about your community that you can draw those conclusions from. But if you're somebody in your 60s who's just getting back into dating, who has adult children, there's not a lot of communication studies scholarship that can give you some best practices. And so our goal this semester is going to be to identify what we're doing well and what we're uh, kind of lacking in interpersonal communication scholarship in order to offer some future directions for an improved discipline. And this might be something that you directly use and run with for your senior capstone project. Our primary goal is really going to be to learn about interpersonal communication, to look at it critically, to kind of take it in our hands and see what it's made of, and then to use what we learn to propose some solutions for contemporary interpersonal problems that we can share with folks outside of the interpersonal communication or even communication studies community. One last note, this class is being offered in an online synchronous format. And as we already discussed, we know that technology is something that people can be a little bit aversive to. And so many of us are much more comfortable in face-to-face -face classroom formats. But I wanted to take a moment to talk about the advantages I think we're gonna gain in fall 2020 by moving online. So the first thing that we're gonna gain is we're gonna have the ability to have synchronous conversations through video, audio, and text-based channels that are going to allow us to see one another's face. So if you're using a video chat function, we're going to be able to see you while you're talking. If we were doing this in the classroom, we'd all be wearing masks. The second thing it's going to offer is some increased flexibility for you to participate in the ways and at the times that work for you. So I'm going to be offering synchronous discussion every week, but I'm not mandating attendance. So if synchronous discussion doesn't work best for you, you're going to have a lot of flexibility there. The third advantage I think is it's gonna give us an opportunity to really critically consider the ways that COVID-19 is impacting interpersonal communication. And one of the ways it's gonna do that is by giving us an opportunity to engage and practice socially distanced interpersonal and group dialogue. 
It's also going to offer us kind of the fourth advantage, the certainty that the format of our class will not change, but will be consistent over the course of the semester. And then the final kind of advantage I can see of an online synchronous format is it's gonna allow us increased physical safety because we're socially distant. So if this all sounds good to you, if having flexibility and an opportunity to practice digital communication in the COVID-19 um, moment that we're in, well, taking interpersonal communication and really critically considering what the current state of our field is and where we can do better, uh, how we can use what we already know to address issues that we and others encounter in our daily lives, then I hope you'll stick around. I hope you'll sign up and I look forward to learning with you and talking with you this semester.